Hello, everybody. Welcome to the NASCAR post-race show for the 2023 Southern 500. Welcome back to the Spotter Stand YouTube channel and the Below the Yellow Line podcast. Emily and I thrilled to bring you a recap. Well, Emily might not be so thrilled given that she's done. Oh, I'm thrilled. You are I'm thr- thrilled. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. Are you over it? Because you know Larson's be. kind of my backup guy. That's true. Larson is your backup guy. Denny was my pick to win, though. And I was going to look so, yeah. so smart. Um, if he you almost won, looked smart. Or if I got my pick right two weeks in a row. I should have picked him for the Xfinity race yesterday because he won that. Couldn't win the cup race, but he, he did win Xfinity, I guess. So still doesn't count. Um, I know I didn't bring you guys a cup pre-race show, and I apologize, but I was very tired. I just wanted to go to bed Friday and Saturday. So um, hopefully won't be doing that and, and slacking off anymore this year. Um, it's a playoff, so I'm not going to. You'll see every show that is scheduled actually appear this year. So um, I know the podcast listeners don't get necessarily as many updates as our YouTube viewers do with that because I don't have a place that I can you know put out that, hey, this is – not happening. So podcast listeners, apologies. Yes, there, there's no cup pre-race show for this week. Just how uh, the stars aligned. Uh, they aligned pretty good tonight, though, in the South Carolina sky for Kyle Larson. Let's lead off with that. Emily Larson gets his third win of the year. First ever win at Darlington. He's run so well there in the past. Couldn't close it out this year. He wins the Southern, he Southern 500 sorry, um, and wins his way into the round of 12. What do you think about Kyle Larson's <coughs> victory? I mean, his consistency to the end really, you know, worked out for him. Um, you know, I really feel like if Denny hadn't had those issues, that it would have been a different a different ending there. Um, but even with all those restarts there at the end, he held strong. He had um, he had what it took. So, yeah, had the best car in Good the last stint of the race. And I, I thought Denny had the best car tonight, at least, you know, when he was in the lead. I think he led uh, how many laps? Like 100 and... 77, I think they said, but it was a lot. Um, it was a lot. Yeah, he led a lot of laps tonight. Um, but I guess we can go ahead and talk about Denny. What does the man need to do? I know this isn't a championship race, but what does the man need to do to win a championship? Like, this just gets everything started off on the wrong foot. He still won both stages. He's still plus 27 of the cut line. Denny Hamlin's going to make the round of 12. But, um, man, yeah, he's not, heartbreaking he's not tonight. No, he's not done by any means, but heartbreaking tonight. Uh, he thought he had a loose wheel. The crew did not find a loose wheel, so it must have been some other issue. There was an issue of some kind, but he ends up 25th. Emily, as a fan of his, and they're not too disappointed since Larson's your backup, but right. what do you think I about mean, Denny's heartbreaking loss tonight? I It would have been great to be going into the playoffs with a win like that, especially when we're talking about a guy that... <laughs> doesn't have a championship and I would love to see that. And again, the hope is not gone at this point. Um, He could come out next week and have a great, great weekend. And you you just never know, but um, yeah, could have been better. Could have been better. Yeah. Could have been better, man. Would have been nice to be going into the next race with a win. Yeah. The good news is for Denny, we're going to Kansas next and Kansas is where he won in the spring. However, Kansas is also where Kyle Larson nearly won in the spring, so he will likely yep. have to deal with the five again. Um, I, I, I'm going to get this out of the way because it's going to make me sad, and I apologize if I legit get kind of teary when I talk about this, but gosh freaking darn it, Tyler or uh, yeah, Tyler Reddick, I guess, 
checks up in front of Ryan Newman trying to get to pit road because Kevin Harvick was trying to leapfrog Reddick, get to pit road a little bit earlier, undercut him, causes a caution. And by about 10 feet, Kevin Harvick might have lost the Southern 500 by 10 feet tonight. I'm not saying he had the best card late. I'm not saying, you know, who knows what would have happened. And, and Reddick's a good race car driver. He just, he made a mistake as people tend to do. A lot of people made mistakes tonight. I'm not going to bash Reddick. I saw somebody say that Tyler Reddick should be put in prison. Uh, oh no. my gosh. That's a little dramatic. You think, you think that's a slight overreaction? I, I do just personally. Um, slight. This one hurt for Kevin Harvick and I'm not going to say that he's, you know, nine races left. He's not necessarily bad anywhere. Uh, but this might have been his best chance to get that walk-off last win moment. And, you know, Kevin Harvick is not a guy that I used to love. See the end of the 2015 Talladega playoff race, if you want reason to why. There's a lot of in-depth perspectives on that race. Um, but Kevin Harvick actually won the first race I ever attended. And this year with him retiring, I feel like all NASCAR fans do this, but whenever somebody like Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Jimmy Johnson, Dale Jr. goes to retire. All our past, not hatred, but uh, dislike of that driver completely flies out the window. That's how I've been this year with Kevin Harvick. Seeing him lose Phoenix in the spring hurt. Seeing him lose tonight really hurt. Um, he's a guy that's a little more sketchy on the playoff bubble. Now, he's minus two. He's out leaving this race, and he had a chance to win his way in or be like plus 10. Emily, disappointing. I think at this point, no disrespect to Kevin Harvick. I'm not sure anybody thinks of him as a legit championship contender this year. He could still be, but if I'm Harvick and that team, I'm focusing more on giving Kevin a win than I am the playoffs. That's, that's just my opinion, getting him that one last win. Um disappointing to I mean, be sure but what, yeah, what do you think I of his mean, night think, tonight you, you you know i too i want to see him go out with such su success um and tonight i'm sure was disappointing that said i think the good moments give us so much hope for what the end of his season could be like um what the end of his career could be like so you know hold on to those good moments and and think that uh, it's not over yet. For sure. SHR had a good amount of speed tonight. Briscoe was in the top 10. Almirola top 15. Uh, I don't know where Ryan Priest finished. I don't think he was in the top 30. But he had an excuse. I don't know if you saw the, the picture, Emily. But his eyes uh, were pretty bruised. Um, <laughs> my dad said something to him today. He said, did you see that NASCAR driver with the, with the, like the black eyes? And I was like, yeah, that's the guy that flipped last weekend. And he was like, that looked really bad. And I was like, yeah. It kind of was. <laughs> it was real bad. Not quite as bad as Ricky Rudd flipping there in 1978 and literally having to tape his eyes open to run the Daytona 500, but um, still a, a pretty bad incident. Glad Ryan Preach is okay, but Kevin Harvick, great run tonight. Had a chance for the win, and unfortunately it just didn't come to fruition. Moving on here, Emily. The Southern 500 is always known as a race of attrition, as a race of just destruction chaos that was very evident tonight obviously we talked about denny he was also involved in a crash late um you had bubba wallace and joey logano get together early todd gilland and michael mcdowell a front row disaster late 
Uh, Ricky Stenhouse had issues. Christopher Bell had a multitude of issues on pit road. Um, the last like 50 laps of this race, we had two or three cautions. Um, yeah, it was it was yellow. Yeah, it, if we had the graphic that Fo- that uh, that Fox had, which was like it shows the green and the yellow, it would have uh-huh. been green like the first three fourths of this race, and then the last quarter like yellow green, yellow green, yellow green. Um, pretty chaotic as the third stage of NASCAR races tend to be. I'm not going to focus on Hamlin's incident too much. Kyle Busch just kind of messed up, got into a guy, um, caused a chain reaction. What I do want to focus on, though, um, is Alex Bowman. And he, look, Emily, you know it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Bobo fan, okay? He's a good driver. He took over for Dale Jr. He has really cute dogs, RIP Roscoe. Um, and tonight, he left his brain in Concord at the shop. It's not a very far trip, uh, relatively, um, as far as mileage from North Carolina to South Carolina. I don't know if you saw it, but Bowman left his brain in North Carolina. And Daniel Suarez wasn't completely guilt-free. But <laughs> Bowman was a little bummed. He was. Uh, Bowman threw an aggressive block on Ross Chastain. It, it seemed like the role really should have been reversed there. Um, throws an aggressive block on Chastain. Okay, that's all well and good. You know, there's 50 laps to go in the Southern 500. You come back around the next time, it's Bowman versus Suarez, two guys running in the top 10, having good nights. Bowman was up in the top five at some points, two guys having good nights. And then for whatever reason, down the front stroke away, Daniel Suarez is behind Bowman. Suarez ducks to the inside, and and for our YouTube listeners, this is just a great illustration here. He dives to the inside, right? And then Bowman blocks the crap out of him. Okay, one block. That's fine. One block. There's 50 laps to go in the Southern 500. Suarez goes up the track. What Alex Bowman should have done in this situation, and I know hindsight's 20-20. I'm not an NASCAR driver. You put me in that situation. I'd somehow blow up the track, but... um, what Bowman should have done is just race Suarez into the corner. He likely would have had the advantage of being able to clear him off turn two. Instead, he throws in a bad block. Warren Suarez is there. And yes, Suarez could have cut him some slack, but there's 50 laps to go in the Southern 500. It's not going to happen. And they both wreck. And then poor Harrison Burton, who's actually like running like he's a sentient human being and not a cyborg um is of course caught up in it so that was unfortunate uh harrison's dad jeff calls all the races for nbc and he was obviously pretty frustrated suarez held back um in his interview he wasn't near as angry as we've seen him get you know he's like thrown guys to the ground wwe style before we didn't see that but a mess um i assume that bowman is Probably not an amigo of Daniels anymore. Probably won't be getting an invite to the Mojo Dojo Casa House um, anytime <laughs> soon. Did you did you like that? Did you get that reference, Emily? Please tell me you did. I can't say I fully understand okay. it. Okay, well it's it's from the Barb movie. I saw the Arkansas football team use that yesterday, like on a oh, on a on a long I touchdown. Know. I was like, yeah. listen, I saw the Barbie movie. <laughs> did you not pay attention? I, did you fall asleep? There oh. was a small nap. Oh. Hey, well, you know, it's all right, because in the end, you are Knuff, and so am I. And so is Alex Bowman. Did you see even it? Though, yes, I saw it. Yeah. Who'd you go with? My grandma. We wanted oh. to go to the movies. She didn't want to no. see anything except Barbie. So I said, okay, I'll go with you. I don't mind. 
it was a good it was a good movie no i don't you I like popcorn yeah it was it was good i liked i mean i enjoy good movies just because i'm I not necessarily was, in depth on their subject matter what i wanted it to be but it was well, fine you're thinking along the lines of your favorite driver. Denny Hamlin said it was the worst movie he's ever watched and that Will Ferrell should never be allowed to act again after it. So yeah, great minds think alike, I guess, but That's I enjoyed funny. it. So I'm, I'm just saying, you know. I'm not sure I want to be compared to my favorite driver, but okay. Oh, okay. Dang, Denny. <laughs> um, mm. Anyway, uh, when Emily gets frustrated at you, ooh, that's when you know you done messed up. But um, anyway, bad move, Bowman. Um, not getting an invite to the Mojo Dojo Cost House anytime soon. Um, if any, by the way, speaking of the Arkansas Razorbacks, if anybody is noticing how extremely red my neck is, that's not the, my camera. That is me and my dad both. My father did this too. We both is forgot sunscreen. Burnt? Yeah, we both forgot sunscreen. He's bald, by the way. So his head, well, he had a hat on. So maybe it's not too bad. But uh, we both forgot <laughs> sunscreen at a 95 degree football game in the sun for three and a half hours. So anyway, I, I bet go, your mom is like, I told you to wear sunscreen. I could go on a whole tirade about War Memorial Stadium and the problems yesterday. I'm not going to. This is a NASCAR channel, not a football channel. Um, but we pick got the win. Anyway, moving on. Talking about NASCAR. Um, who else? Let's go down the results sheet and then we'll talk points, points, points. Kyle Larson gets the win. Tyler Reddick. I know everybody's mad at him for the Harvick deal, man, but he was driving his heart out. Did you see him nearly wreck himself off turn four, Emily, with like 15 to go? Dude put himself in the wall. Larson went in the wall. It was wild. Um, you know, I know it wasn't side-by-side racing, and, you know, I was thinking, I'm not sure if Emily is enjoying this as much as I am, but uh, racing at Darlington is not necessarily um, the best eye test for racing, but for, like, diehard fans, it's great. But Tyler Reddick, P2, held off Busher and Byron, which is pretty impressive because they were coming pretty fast. But uh, what do you think of Reddick's night, Emily? I know everybody's probably going to talk about the Harvick deal more with it, but P2, solid run at a track that he's proven to be pretty good at. I mean, that's not too bad. Not too bad at all. And I think how many pluses you just cut line? Plus 30. Okay, yeah, he's looking pretty good. He's feeling solid, Points I would wise. think, at this yeah. point. For sure. And going to Kansas, a track where 20 through 11 has been great at recently. Okay, moving on, Emily. We were doing our fake countdown. It's got me all messed up. We also had some great comedy during that break. I'm not going to re-say the jokes because I feel like they're not going to be as funny. So, anyway. Uh, should have been recording. It should have been. Oh, well. Christopher Busher, as Dale Jr. likes to call him, P3. I thought he was going to sneak up here and win this thing for a second. Um, ultimately, it wasn't meant to be, but Chris Busher, P3. Emily, this is the first non-road course race he has lost since Pocono. Pocono took place in July. It is September. Um, That just goes to show how impressive this team was or has been recently. Um, Who? I I mean, I know we didn't do a show this weekend. Again, my apologies. uh, Cup Fury show. Did you have a pick going into this race? I I forgot to ask you that earlier. Not really. Sorry about yawns. It's okay. Late race. It's night late. race props. Southern 500 uh, is a late one. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, you know, I'm always going for Denny and Larson's usually my backup, but I was, I was kind of hoping for an underdog. Yeah. 
We almost got one with Jones, or at least I think we yeah. were almost going to get one with it Jones. Was close. He ends up P10, but I, I was thinking you might say William Byron. That was kind of my segue there, but he uh, ends up well, in he fourth. He dominated this whole season. Like, I yeah. feel like you don't even have to pick him. He just wins. He won Darlington in the spring, but uh, finishes, excuse me, P4 tonight. Ross Chastain ends up fifth. He was a lap down earlier. Um, I think Chastain might have awoken from his slumber. Uh, Brad Kozlowski continues to do Brad Kozlowski. Uh, things ends up P6. Bubba in seventh, he was fifth. He was plus one to the cut line with like four to go. He'll leave minus one to the cut line, unfortunately. But he came in eight points out. What do you think about Bubba's day, Emily? I think all things considered, it's a great day. Gain on the cut line, good finish, and going to a track where he won this race a year ago. What do you think about Bubba's uh, race tonight and his outlook maybe for next week at Kansas? Uh, things could things could go well for him. Um, don't count him out at this point. Don't count him out. Yeah, he finished fourth at Kansas in the spring, if I remember correctly. And, and you know, I remember I, I couldn't watch that race last year that he won, unfortunately. But I remember you texting me and being like, guess who won? I was like, Bowman? Bubba, yay. So, no, that, <laughs> that was fun. Um, I think Bubba won, Denny was second, and Bowman was third. So that was just like an overall good I don't day. remember that, but, like, I'm sure it was great. It was It was just utterly fantastic. Uh, hope. He repeats it when I can actually watch the race. Chase Elliott in eighth. He's the highest finishing non-playoff driver. That sentence just sounds so wrong. Um, Chase Elliott has never missed the playoffs before. So it feels so, so weird. weird not seeing his name in yellow. Uh, Ryan Blaney in ninth. Eric Jones in tenth. Solid run for him. Uh, was high up his third at one point. Kyle Busch had to come from the rear. Ends up in 11th. Joey Logano 12th. AJ Allmendinger, 13th. Amarola and Briscoe round out the top 15. Ricky Stenhouse, 16th. Um, I'm not sure if you saw that, Emily, but like 10 laps in, he had an issue already. Um, yeah. Or first cycle of pit stops. I he missed had a, the he had a speeding of the race. penalty. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought that's what you said, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, but he had a speeding penalty. He still finishes 16th. That's not, that's not bad at all. Um, but when you're a team like him, a small team, Lacking playoff points, um, you can't make mistakes, and they made a mistake, and and he still would have been outside of the cut line. Well, actually, he's only four points out. If that problem doesn't happen, Ricky Stenhouse might be on the plus side, which is crazy to think about, <coughs> but it, it could have happened. Uh, Carson Hosevar, 17th, second cup race for this kid, P17, pretty impressive. Martin Truex in 18th, never really a factor. Harvick, 19th, we talked about him. Dylan, 20th. Ty Gibbs, 21st. He spun with Cindric. Uh, Corey LaJoy, 22nd. C. Bell, 23rd. Won the pole. I'm thinking he might win this race. And then on the first pit stop, Emily, I don't think you saw this, but Ty Gibbs, whose pit crew was like second all year in overall ranks, switched with Bells, who was like 20th overall in all the ranks. And the first pit stop with this blazing fast pit crew, of course, goes to crap. Um, 15 and a half seconds, which is dreadfully slow for a one lug wheel. Uh, then he hits the wall and their night just descended into chaos and he leaves plus one to the cut line. Just not good. Bummer. Um, bummer indeed. Haley 24th, then Denny, Todd Gillen 26th, Ryan Newman, the rocket man 27th. I believe this is his, no, he's going to run Martinsville, not his last start of the year. Ryan Priest with a couple of black guys. He, two black guys at the Lady in Black. 
Somebody's definitely already made that joke. Uh, Ty Dillon, 29th. J.G. Alien, 30th. Austin Sindrick um, looked sentient tonight, uh, running like 12th, and then he spun, um, unfortunately. Michael McDowell, minus 19. Both times Michael McDowell and that 34 team have been in the playoffs. They've been in must-win situations, basically leaving Darlington. Uh, Michael McDowell is not making round 16. I mean, unless something just miraculous happens at Kansas or Bristol, it's not happening. So, oh well. Uh, Bowman, 33rd. Suarez, 34th. Harrison Burton, 35th. BJ McLeod, 36th. Any last thoughts on the results, Emily, before we leave them and head over to the points? Uh, no. I mean, they, the results resulted. Oh, okay. Went out AKA, for a second. I got no thoughts. No thoughts. Okay. Well, no thoughts to me. You might have some thoughts on the playoff standings. Um, Kyle right. Larson wins his way in. I was feeling confident about him getting there out of 12 anyway, but he's in. Willie B plus 45. Reddick plus 30. Busher and Denny each plus 27, respectively. MTJ plus 25. I'm feeling pretty good. About all those guys. Would you would you say the same thing? I want to get some yeah. consensus going here. Yeah, okay. I'm feeling solid. Good, good. Okay. How do you feel about Kyle Bush and Brad Kislowski plus twenty, plus eighteen, respectively, going to Kansas? Listen, I mean, personally, you know how I feel about Kyle Bush. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> points wise. I mean, I still feel like that's pretty solid. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about him. Uh Ryan Blaney plus sixteen. Ross Chastain plus 13. How about those guys? I'm a little shaky on Chastain, but uh, feeling okay about Blaney. What do you think? I think they're gonna I think they're gonna hold in for a bit. All right. These last two are very interesting. Plus three in eleventh. Joey Logano, the defending series champ. Yeah. With an average run tonight. What do you think about Joey Lowe? He's just kind of like up and down this season. I can't like he's not showing his true potential. Yeah, I'm kind of getting that same vibe. But last year he turned it on in the playoffs, um, and I don't remember him running necessarily just great at uh, Darlington last year. So who knows? He can win the championship at any time. Uh, but now it's kind of the time to get the ball rolling. What about Chris Bell? Made it to the Final Four last year, but leaving Darlington only plus one to the cut line. Uh, I mean – that that's way too close for comfort. It is. Um, so Blame. you you got it, that. I mean, it's it's make it or break it. Yeah, make it if, or break it. You're in the sure. playoffs. Are you going to last in them? <laughs> that's the question. Bubba Wallace, first man out, minus one. Um, could have been on the plus side of things, but plus one, minus one. I don't feel like it matters a ton, but then again, one point matters a whole lot more these next ten weeks. Bubba minus one, Harvick. Minus two, Stenhouse yeah. minus four. What do you think about those three guys? What is your confidence meter at for those guys? I want to believe that Harvick can pull it off and uh, end with a really good season career finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, some of that, you know, it's going to come down to luck, but also how how is he going to race these this next little bit? And, uh, you know, I'm so proud of uh, of Bubba for making it. <sighs> he made it. That may be what he did. <laughs> just making it. I think that's yeah. a big accomplishment for him. I do too. I think that's great. And yeah. it just 
he should feel good even if he doesn't go further. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm feeling all right about Kansas for him. Feeling yeah. really good about Kansas. Bristol is the big question mark. Um, never been a track he's really taken to. 2311 short track program. I mean, I know they were good at Richmond, but Bristol, uh, Bristol and Richmond, pretty different tracks. So I don't know. Um, if he's like plus two going to Bristol, I'm not sure I'm picking him. If he's plus 14 going to Bristol, I might pick him. If he's win, if he wins at Kansas, then no duh. I mean, I, I kind of required by law to pick him. A last guy, Emily, here, Michael McDowell, minus 19. Not mathematically in a must-win yet, but pretty tough position. They've shown speed, though, this year at a lot of places. Must-win sign for, for Michael McDowell, or what are you thinking here? Oh, for sure. Must-win? Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of where I am as well. That's kind of – and again, and I don't think that's going to happen. I don't either. Yeah, I mean, if if Dega or the Roval was in this round, sure, maybe. I don't, I don't really see it. So, yeah. Well, thank you for, for getting on and taking the playoff period. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we should do that like every week. Um, yeah. It is, it's weird, though. The playoffs felt like they kind of snuck up on me. Like, football season felt like it kind of <laughs> snuck up on me. Yeah. Fall is just sneaking up on me. But, you know, we got the NFL starting soon. College football started this week. The now NASCAR playoffs are here. Year. You're in two drafts. Wow. Well, you know, One we all know. Money involved. Oh, that's not ours, guys. That's not our fantasy <laughs> not, not it. I'm and still, I guess what place I'm projected to be in. What, last? Eight out of nine. Ooh. Well, you're in the yeah. top 89%. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'll let you know how that works out for me. Probably not well. Probably not well. But you know what? You could win our league, and we will not give I you could. any money. So No, you awesome. will give me nothing. Maybe maybe a cool gift or something. Yeah, a clothespin. Congratulations. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so Kansas next. Um, we'll preview that later in the week. We got a packed week, guys. We got a triple header races at Kansas, big ones too. The Truck Series has their playoff elimination race for the round of ten. The Xfinity Series has their regular season finale. The Cup Series, obviously, their second race of the playoffs. So that's three pre-race shows for you guys this week. Obviously, three post-race shows. Um, and then we have an interview with uh, Team Hornaday driver Hudson Bolger. He's a late model driver on Tuesday. And then ARCA driver Ryan Roulette, who has a cool name. And in addition to being a race car driver, he's also a pilot in the United States Air Force. That's so legit. He goes fast, like, literally every single day of his life. Um, I can't wait to ask him about that. Um, so it's going to be a fun week on the channel. Uh, thank you for coming on, Emily. Um, like, be guest. Yeah, Come like, on. subscribe, comment, share. Um on the podcast side, rate, review, share. Um, we're on the Spotter Stand YouTube channel if you want to see us more often. Um, you can email us below the yellow line podcast at gmail.com. That's all lowercase, no space. Um, and I also, I don't think I told you this yet, Emily. I started like a blog spot on Google, just kind of like a write-up, like a preview mm -hmm. of each cup race, uh, a recap of each cup race. That was gross, dog. Um, but hopefully <laughs> you all didn't hear that. Um, I could hear it, so uh, probably. Oh, no. Um, so that's how that link is on the channel. It's just, if you want to just Google it, it's blogspot, I think, backslash below the yellow line. So uh, you can see my work in print form as well. Or you can just, like, make a transcript of this, but it's not going to be very pretty looking. Uh, but thank you for coming on, Emily. Can't wait to go to Kansas, more playoff racing. Going to be a lot of fun. And we'll actually be in person in a few weeks, um, weekend of September 22nd to the 24th. We won't get to watch the cup race together, but... 
uh, made the Xfinity race and get to do some preview stuff uh, in person there. So thank you for coming on the show. A lot of fun guests this week, fun guests over the next few weeks. I'm still not going to tell you the big one yet. Emily knows, everybody else knows, but not no, you guys. So huge. Yeah, I'm really excited. Cannot huge. wait. Huge. You think you don't know how big. Oof. Yeah. And you don't. I really want to drop a hint, but you know what? I'm going to restrain myself. Anyway, we will see you guys later. Thank you for watching, listening, uh, reading our blog. Thank you for doing it all. Because without you guys, we couldn't do what we do. So we will see you on the flip side. I'll see you tomorrow for probably the truck pre-race show. So I'm going to put out tomorrow. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day weekend. Enjoy no school, no work tomorrow in, uh, in celebration of hard work. A, a day that is what it sounds like, like literally a celebration of labor and hard work. So thank you to all the hardworking people out there. I am not one of them, but you know what? Hey, I appreciate the people who are like Emily. So um, thank all of you guys for watching, listening. We'll see you later. Goodbye.